Welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Oh, I thank you. Megan, welcome to Bad Movies Rock. Here we are. It's a new Woo-hoo. year. It's a new us. It's the I same know. us. Don't expect Happy- anything new or different. You're getting the same shit, okay? You know what you're getting when you come here. Oh Don't expect yep. it to be different right. just because right. there's a new year according okay. to the white people calendar. Wow. It's coming nice and uh, happy new year. What is so fucking happy about it? I don't know. What has actually changed appreciably between now and two days ago? Not a whole bunch of much, woman. It's the, roar- it's the roaring 20s, Amber. We're oh, back. Gross. Oh, yeah, because that worked out super well for okay. everything yeah. that I am. Okay, yeah, you make a good point. Uh, uh, yeah, take it all back. Yeah, I've always and... enjoyed that question. Like, if you could travel to any era, what, tra- <laughs> what era would you travel to? Like, 1491. Fuck all y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. What brings us here today, Megan? Amber, we watched Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. I made you do it. I want to apologize. I want to want to apologize, Amber. Yeah, no, no. I you you want to want to, but you uh, definitely don't. I'm not going to, but I I do want to want to. I'm not saying that this was inflicted upon me. I went into mm-hmm. it with my eyes open. It is a Tales from the Crypt presents movie starring mm-hmm. Billy Zane and William Sadler. I yes. know what this is. It is a mm-hmm. late '90s gore fest. I'm aware of Tales from the Crypt and what it represents. That Perfect. being said, uh-huh. what the fuck? <laughs> what just yeah. happened to me? I know what just happened to me. That was 90 minutes of... Uh, I, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even knowing, even being prepared for it, I think I just wasn't prepared for how much I was ready for everyone to die. Yeah, I mean, it is. it does make it convenient for you just to be like well the bad guys aren't good at being bad guys the good guys aren't being good at being good guys like everybody should just die yeah no i'm cool Kill them i'm, all I'm off. cool with yeah cool with however this turns out yeah whatever this is there yeah. you are all the shark shoot mm-hmm. away yeah you can all blow up and get eaten mm-hmm. yeah so this was a movie that my brother and i definitely watched a ton when we were little and so i Oh, good. This is a great kids movie. Uh I think so. Um, I I do wonder if like there's some of that, um, you know. Nostalgia? Rose colored movie glasses? Yeah. I I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Having finished this movie, I'm like, I probably should have seen this in the 90s. Then I would probably love it. You would love it in the 90s. And rewatching it, I was... um, it, it it held up in my memory of what it was. I mean, stupid special effects, silly storyline, um, but like Jada Pinkett Smith is in it. Um, it. It doesn't get racist, which is kind of surprising for, you know, the mid-90s. Um, no. Lots of boobs. That was kind of a lot of boobs. too bad. But, you know, there you go. Lots of one kind of boobs. I mean, that's that's kind of, that's always, uh-huh. I feel like that's my main issue. You know, when you have sure. a movie that is gratuitously boob-laden, mm-hmm. there's all the same kind of boob. Like, you could have just had the same woman and then replicate her because you basically just decided you wanted one kind of titty, and that's mm-hmm. what you just mm-hmm. staffed your movie with. Show me variety. Yeah. Show me gravity. <laughs> oh, there was no gravity in these. Show me beautiful no. asymmetry. Mm-mm. No. 
Yeah, so this is a uh, 1995 movie. It is 92 minutes. It gets in, it gets out. It's, um, yeah, it's got Billy Zane um, as this demon. William Sadler as um, Breaker, who is the um, demon knight. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith as Geraldine, who ends up being the new demon knight. Um, and then it's got Thomas Hayden Church as Roach, CCH Pounder as Irene, um, uh, Dick Miller as Uncle Willie. Yeah, there's just, uh, yeah, oh, a whole bunch of... Uncle Willie, that's... Okay, so the dude who uh-huh. plays Uncle Willie, I'm like, I've, yeah. I, I know I haven't seen this movie. Sure. But I feel like I've seen him do this before. He's the oh, dude in Gremlins, isn't he? Yes, He plays absolutely. the he alcoholic plays this... in Gremlins. Gosh, does he also play this character in Tremors, too? He might... Oh, he does also play this character in Tremors, uh-huh. doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, I think he does. <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. He plays Uncle Willie in all his movies, Amber. Yeah. All right. Well, this time he does. He just survive in Tremors. I think he might. It's been so long. I know he survives in Gremlins. Yeah, does not survive this movie. Oh no, no, no. Gary Farmer as Deputy Bob. Gary Farmer. Mm-hmm. Get that First Nations presence up in here. Yeah. So okay, let me uh, break you down the storyline. <laughs> I will. I will take it. I will, I'll, I'll bring it to you just as um, William Sadler did. Yeah, give me that loving and deep mythology. Like, this movie is telling <laughs> you a story. It is, it is a moral tale. It, mm-hmm. is, it is a deeply spiritual telling. There is magic. There is intrigue. There is yes. good and evil and glowing the, mouths. Uh-huh. As with a lot of... Tales from the Crypt storylines. There, yeah. There's morality. There's oh no. There's yeah. Tales from the Crypt is viscera. You know the two things you need in a good story. I, I think it's important to to give a, some grounding in the Tales from the Crypt universe mm-hmm. because that is you might not know what that is. I guess if you missed True. television in the nineties, I didn't have HBO, but I still knew what yeah. Tales from the Crypt was because it was a thing. Everybody kind of knew it existed, mm-hmm. and it was it was. It was basically the reason why HBO kind of bet began the whole it's not TV, it's HBO deal. Yeah. Because okay. they essentially were like, well, we're a private network. We can put up whatever we want. We're going to make this gruesome as hell and we're going to put boobs in it. And we're going to cuss too. Oh, we're going to tell all the swears to you. Mm-hmm. And so it, it kind of became like this... The, the naughty thing where yeah and then it's you know like a 30 minute episode where something scary happens people die it's you know usually the main character might be a bad person and they get their comeuppance mm-hmm. in the form of a gruesome demise and then basically every famous person either was in the episode and or directed an episode at yes. some point during its run for sure like even even like Ewan McGregor and Bob Hoskins were in episodes mm-hmm. because yes. in its last season they moved it to England because they pretty much exhausted every single <laughs> casting choice in California. Uh-huh. They're all introed and outroed by the Crypt Keeper, who is this ghoulish skeleton dude who relies heavily on puns, really terrible, terrible puns, boils and ghouls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, boy. Frights, camera, action. Oh, boy. Yeah, great, great stuff, Amber. The true horror of Tales from the Crypt is in the puns. It is in the puns. It's 
it's painful. And Very he, painful. he was voiced by the same person throughout. He was really the only consistent aspect of it is the crypt keeper. Yes. Um, who, yeah, sets the sets the, the table and then, you know, puts that final nail in the coffin when the person gets their comeuppance at the end. Yep. Yep. Tales from the Crypt was a whole thing. There was a cartoon for about two years. I saw that. Yeah, see, I never remember the cartoon. That's because... It's never my thing. It was a flash in the pan deal, but we would watch anything that showed up on Saturday morning on the three channels we had. Sure. Yeah. Including Tales from the Crypt, the cartoon. The Saturday morning cartoon. Mm-hmm. Great. Great yeah, space no. for it. Wholesome. Mm-hmm. There was also a Christmas album, I believe. Holy heck. Yeah, sung by the Crypt Keeper. Of course it was. Why oh, couldn't yeah. it be? Oh, yeah. That... Wah. The only song I remember is Deck the Halls with Parts of Charlie. Oh, my goodness. We need to find this. Oh, yeah. No, somebody gave it to me. I, I know this because somebody gave it to me because that's the kind of person they thought I was. Wow. That's amazing. I don't know whether to be insulted or impressed or flattered. Probably not flattered. That would be the wrong reaction. So that is the just rich legacy that we are mm-hmm. tapping into now this this movie yes. passed me by and so i'm looking at it with 2020 eyes yeah not 1990 eyes yeah and that's that's my deficit that's that's mm-hmm. the that's the burden i have to bear because i didn't get to see this when i was a young young 12 year old person you were denied <laughs> whose mom would not let her watch rated R movies. weird uh-huh <laughs> So, yeah, no, this is this is all my dad's influence. We would go up to my dad's um, house in Vermont and we would watch um, just wonderful, terrible things like this and bring them home to my poor mom. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful gift that you were given in Vermont. I was in Vermont at the same time. I didn't get this. You should have come over. And now my cynical, cynical 2020 eyes look at this movie and think, oh, no. Mm-hmm. So let's get into it. This long, yeah. long lead up. Megan, I will now let you you. take us through this movie. So at some point, about midway through this movie, the characters turn to the demon knight and they say, what the heck is going on? And he sits down and he spins them a tale by starting with, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. (laughs) Oh, so you mean Genesis beginning. Oh, yeah, that beginning. Oh, and, oh, that beginning. Uh-huh. And the earth was a formless void. Anywho, he goes in to tell about how these there's these demons that created seven keys. And the keys were scattered by God. And the demons now, once we fast forward several billion millennia, the six of the keys have been found by the demons. And there's one key left, Amber. And they are holding that one key that the demons of, I guess, the universe need to take over. Yeah, it and... is It is a universal story. He makes mm-hmm. it clear that the, the keys were scattered across the universe. And right. then the last key happens to be on Earth. Thankfully, they didn't track it down until Jesus was being crucified. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To save the key, um, God filled the key, which is also not just a key, but a vial, with the blood of a carpenter who was being crucified by the Romans, Amber. Kismet, baby. So, Amber, that key is filled with Jesus's blood and the blood of every other dead demon hunter there is. Because demon hunters 
die and pass on the key to the new demon hunter, and you got to refill the blood from somewhere. So why not a freshly made corpse? Yeah, exactly. Actually, what I appreciate is that the two times we see the the key refilled, Mm -hmm. the person is doing it themselves. Like, well, I'm bleeding out. Better not waste it. Better not waste it. Here we go. (laughs) I like that. You know, they're, they're giving a person a terrible, terrible burden that may not end for centuries. So... Let's, you know, give them a head start by filling the key for yes. yourself. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. It's, the, it's a nice thing to do. It is a nice thing to do. You don't get your hands bloody right away. Although it seems a pretty traumatic thing. The, the, the passing of the key doesn't seem to end well, usually. No, no. Um, I mean, you're basically like, this is your future. This is your burden. By now. One day you'll be slumped down, bleeding out, and handing this off to some other hapless fool. <laughs> have a fun we don't know how long. Could yeah. be forever. And you won't have time to tell them either what the whole rules of this shit is. So anyway, bye. Oh, I freaking love that. You'll know when it happens. What? What? I- what? Okay. When the stars align. <laughs> All right. So let's, let's, uh, I suppose we should, uh back up now no i'm not going to start way back in the beginning but i'm going to start at the beginning of this movie where billy zane is um chasing william sadler and william sadler finds this small town and a church um and he kind of holds up in this church which is also maybe kind of a brothel kind of it's a hotel it's a legitimate hotel that happens to be the home of a prostitute a sex worker yeah sure and um there's there's all kind of characters in there and essentially um billy zane finds out where they are um he creates an army of demons oh excuse me they're not demons amber they're worse we never really learn what the worse is they ask are those some kind of demons he says worse but then never clarifies what's worse than demons we learn that the blood in the vial can be used to protect the doors. And so they kind of do a little hole up in this um, church where, you know, the, their, um, their morals are tested. Their um, Billy Zane tries to get into their heads and kind of like, um, you know, seduce them into turning to the dark side, um, which some of them do and some of them don't. They just try to make it through the night, Amber shenanigans happen by shenanigans you mean like multiple disembowelings dismemberments. oh just terrible awful yeah. hideous things happen uh-huh yeah so like megan shenanigans yeah exactly i said shenanigans no i know i just wanted to clarify that it's a shorthand mm-hmm. for horrifying uh-huh yep thomas hayden church judases them and steals the key and gives it to billy zane um <laughs> What? I'm just imagining now, like, when he, he steals the key out of William Sadler's little satchel. Uh-huh, like, I just love uh-huh. the idea of him, like, snagging it and going, Judas! <laughs> and I'm out. It's just like, it's now what people say when they betray people. <laughs> Judas! Yep. Um, yeah. Um, so, then Jada Pinkett Smith is the last one left, and... Um, the mantle goes to her and she murders the heck out of Billy Zane and leaves town on a bus with her cat to see the world and run from a demon for the rest of her oh, life. That's true. There are two survivors, her and the cat Cleo. The cat makes it, yeah. I forgot the cat made it. 
Yeah. Everyone else dies. Yes. As well they should. I was rooting for it. I know you were. Except for CCH Pounder. She did not deserve it. She did not do Both she and Gary fought the... Like, they, they didn't succumb to the... We didn't even see Gary tempted, did we? We did not, no. Didn't but... even bother to tempt Gary Farmer. Or because they yeah, knew or... he couldn't be tempted. Exactly right. Hmm. Well, I think you did a lovely job. Thank you very much. In I the beginning, Amber. In the beginning. Oh, the Genesis beginning? <laughs> I think my favorite part of that is when he's like, and then God put the blood of a carpenter in it. And Jada Pinkett Smith character is like, wait, you, you can't mean. I mean, in that key is... <laughs> Yeah, the blood of Jesus. No, we, yeah, yeah. So a carpenter. Yeah. I don't know why he decided to disambiguate in that moment. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. After all of this, yeah. A carpenter. <gasps> you mean the carpenter? <laughs> nah, they just were crucifying carpenters all the time. They were really into stonemasonry. Yeah. It was a cutthroat business. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Critics' Corner? Let's go to the Critics' Corner. Corner? Come yes. on over the Corner, Amber. Um, so what did Metacritic have to say, Amber? 48%. For the critics no mm-hmm. user reviews weird really interesting <laughs> for some reason that's just people did not feel like going back and reviewing this movie on metacritic odd very strange thing you could be the first you could put it at a hundred percent i would too um the tomato meter for the critics is at 38 and the audience is 64 i think so i'm fine with this sorry 2020 vision can't help it but i think my favorite review was uh joe layden of the variety you know you know joe you know big joe big critical writer in Mm -hmm. 95 for variety he basically said it's like a a a mashup of night of the living dead evil dead and beavis and butthead style humor (laughs) i was like yeah yes yes that is what this is Mm -hmm. well put joe yep yep also, thank you for referencing Beavis and Butthead, whom I forgot existed. Yes, yes, absolutely. I will. I look forward to reburying them in my brain. <laughs> Not to be thought of for 30 more years. Ugh. One of the reviewers said, next time out, let's hope it involves a story that can stand on its own without having to be propped up by the Crypt Keeper's silly patter. The Crypt Keeper really made this movie for me. Um, yeah. It was beautifully it's... bookended by some great humor. Unrelated anything. And um, one of the reviews says, um, as for the fiends of Zane, if there ever was a film where the man breaks loose with his charm and enthusiasm, Demon Knight is his podium. Which is very true. He is... He makes the movie for me. Billy, Billy Zane is fantastic. I, yeah. I mean, I, th- there's an actor who my knowledge of him exists solely as him as a person. Like the Billy uh-huh. Zaniness of Billy Zane is what makes him known to me. I don't really know him from things. Sure. I just know. Oh, yeah, Billy Zane. Uh huh. Yeah, it's Billy Zane. Come on. And yeah, he is straight up Billy Zane in this. It is delightful. He is charming. He's zany. Mm-hmm. He's off the wall. He, yeah, he's he's trying to seduce them, but mm-hmm. like in this just really horrible way, you yeah. know. He's seducing. He's murdering. Seduce, he's... threaten, all yeah. in the same kind of word. Everybody got the full Zane. Yeah, and it was great. Yeah, it was fantastic. 
yeah, the people praised Billy Zane's work and then also the the effects. They felt the effects were top notch. Yeah, I mean, they're not, but like, hey, it was the nineties, from... and this was a low budget movie. Yeah, for nineteen ninety five, this was great. It didn't, you know, they didn't use a ton of crappy green screen. It was more like practical effects that look kind of silly at this point but hey man i really thought they ripped off cch pounder's arm sorry but it looked super real it was really good huh yep yeah see so yeah, at 48 i'm cool with it yeah yeah i i'm, I'm i like the 60 review 68 64 what did i don't remember what i said mm-hmm. but that's my you know childhood nostalgia coming back i agree <laughs> Um, so a couple of things that, you know, it's a movie from 25 years ago and, um, the first people to die are not the people of color. Um, none of the people of color get seduced by the dark side. Oh yeah. No, we have two black women. Awesome. Mm -hmm. The only survivor is a black woman. And then we have Gary Farmer, who's First Nations. And yeah, he he goes out in a blaze of glory, never having gotten seduced. Right. He and CCH Pounder are the last to die Mm -hmm. other than William Sadler, who's like technically the star of the movie. Right. Other than Jada. So. Does die. Yep. Yep. Like they just, just, just decimate, like destroyed the white cast and then got around to their people of color. Twas great. Yeah. Who, who ended up sacrificing, you know, they... They went out they, on their terms. They went out, yeah, how they wanted to. They didn't do something stupid like let Billy Zane into their heads like oh the white God. folks did. All of the yeah. white folks did that. All yeah. of them. Even the little boy did that. Yeah, that was uh, that was pretty ridiculous. Although I think that little boy was twisted from the beginning. People are just For dying sure. everywhere. His parents get shot in the face after getting possessed by demons and he's just reading oh. comics like, meh. He's, really, he's reading Tales from the Crypt comics. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. They should have been super worried about that kid from the beginning. And they just like turn their back on that little boy. And um, yeah, William Sadler and Jada Pinkett are having a little conversation. It's like, yeah, don't you think that little guy's going to get, going to like, they're going to get in his little head. I mean, hasn't William Sadler dealt with this shit a bunch? Like, shouldn't he have known that, like, actually he, he indicated that he did know. That they were all going to be tested. When mm-hmm. he's talking to, to Jada Pinkett Smith, who's like the last survivor, she's like, he, he tried to test you, didn't he? But you refused him. That means you're the one. Right. Aren't yep. you going to warn these folks? I guess he's yeah. just succumbing to the inevitable. I don't understand his process here. Other than like he knew he was going to die. He knew all but one right. of them was going to die. So maybe he just didn't want to get attached. He didn't want to put his thumb on the scale. He's just like, right. whatever he happens, happens. Who, yeah, whoever it is. I'm going to wind up with a little boy demon tongue inside my chest cavity. That's just <laughs> what's going to happen here. Yeah, that was one of the most awful things in the movie is the little boy's head splits open and his tongue becomes like three feet long and <laughs> worms its way inside a hole that it punched in William Sadler's chest with its bare hand. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking. Yeah, gross. that's what you're getting into with this movie. That's the mm-hmm. shenanigans Megan was referring to. Yeah. So good on you for your treatment of people of color. Yeah, '90s Bravo. horror movie. So we learned that William Sadler has been doing this um, since the um, 1910s, so for like 80 years. And one has to wonder 
how did he survive this long? Because he doesn't seem to be very good at either protecting himself, protecting people around him, running from the demons, hiding from the demons. No, he's clearly at the top of his game. I don't know what you're talking about. Is he? Oh, yeah, no, he's really, really good at this. Uh huh. He spends like five minutes watching Billy Zane create an army of demons and just looks out the window, mouth agape, rather than like sealing the entrances, etc. Yeah, that does take a long while. And again, that establishes the incompetence of both parties. Of everybody, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Billy Zane goes, you know, flying out the window and he's like, oh, fuck you freaking human beings. Like, I'm just, I'm done with it. I'm going to kill you all. Hold on. Let me cut open my hand, drip glowing green blood onto the ground, mm-hmm. and in a couple of minutes I will have a demon army. You all just stand there and wait. And uh-huh. they do. And they do. So yeah, let's not secure the doors. Mm-mm. That would be silly. Let's yeah. wait until the army has established itself as fully functional and then mm-hmm. be like oh no it's pulling people through windows and oh no it's doors are it's oh gosh oh we're gonna die oh oh no i don't understand how billy zane didn't murder all of them he had just punched his fist through a dude's face yep mm-hmm. he, he could slaughter them readily yes and i don't know how if they didn't secure the building while, like, before the army was up and running, how yeah. they didn't then get inside and murder all of them. Yeah. They're all very it. incompetent. Very, very incompetent. I think, I think that's your answer, Megan. I think your answer is he survived mm. because Billy Zane is just also, as bad at this. Yeah. Yeah, good point. I mean, they've had, what, 2,000 years to try and get this key after it got all yoked up with Jesus blood? Yeah. And they're still at it when people like William Sadler are the ones in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's doing a good job. Nobody deserves to win. Yeah. True. The demon army isn't even terribly good at attacking people. All they do is want to strangle people. That's that's all they do, Ember. That, that is their one move. They have they mm-hmm. have bitey, nasty teeth. They have sharp, rendy claws. Uh-huh. But their their sole move is to rush at them with their arms extended and then slowly try to ineffectively <laughs> choke them. Yep. That, that's yep. that's that's sort of their their one go to move. Yeah, with their weak ass skeletal muscles. Yeah, they're really bad at it. It's yeah. uh and then when somebody comes at them, they stop strangling and they look up directly at the person with a gun. Uh-huh. Yes. Who then has lots of time to shoot out both of their eyes. Which is the way to kill the lower demons. Yep. And everybody yeah. seems to be really good shot in this movie. They like good shots. Yeah. two shot each of their eyeballs real quick. I mean, it does help that they're not moving, but that still does take some impressive markmanship. Yeah, it does. Um, the other thing I really enjoyed is um, going back to um, Jesus times. You had Jesus on a cross and you had the the first demon hunter just with like a, like a, a Obi-Wan Kenobi cloak and like two little green eyes it was it was very silly it was a super menacing i think is what mm-hmm. you meant to say oh sorry menacing Did as he silly? slowly extended Weird. his clawed hand towards the key that the guy was clasping in his furtive squishy human hand mm-hmm. and then accidentally jesus blood fell on that hand and burned him and that's how the demon hunter knew to i guess 
just take a bunch of blood out of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And fill the key and up, which was conveniently uh, capable of being filled. Oh, I believe yeah. the vial was also struck by lightning at some point. Not sure yeah. what that had to do. I guess that was God sending a message. Oh, I think that was God making sure that the blood didn't coagulate. I think it was giving the key anticoagulation properties. I see. So he was he struck it with lightning, mm-hmm. and then the guy was like, well, what do I do now? And then... Then he figured out the blood thing happened stancily. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. He, he couldn't have struck down the demon. That would have been too much. That would have been too easy. But he could make the vial anticoagulating. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, I mean, you can lead a demon knight to a crucified Jesus, but you can't make him take his blood. That's going to no. be his thing. Yeah, yeah, you can't, you can't, like you said, you can't put your hands on the scale, Amber. You just gotta let it play out the way it should. When the stars align. Literally, they, once mm-hmm. you pick up the key and become the new demon knight, your palm yeah. gets covered in stars that yes. are all jumbled together. And then over time, they will become a nice circle. And when mm-hmm. your, your palm becomes a circle, you're, you're about to find the new demon knight. You're about to die. You're also super about to die and in the company of six other people. They don't Great. come straight out and say it, but William Sadler at some point was like, I thought you'd all be safe. There were only five of you when I arrived, but then those two showed up and, well, and then he makes it- There has to be seven. Exa- there have to be seven. I don't know why it's like that. Seven stars, seven people. And everybody's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And in no. the end, he's like, well, he tested you and you're alive. This is for you now. Yeah. So- any more information that he could have given them in any point of the story would have been probably for the best. You know? No, Megan. Succumb to the inevitable. There was enough. There was a hotel. They should have all been in their own individual rooms, you know, uh, buffeted by the, um, you know, blood um, barriers so they couldn't get out if they were demony, and then go through the night. There you go. Easy peasy. Solved it. Well... Then you wouldn't have gotten a new demon knight because you need to get six corpses on the ground. <laughs> and that key would have been emptied. Hmm, then what, point. Megan? Oh, then I what? Well, I wouldn't. Have, I tell you what, I wouldn't have dumped like half the bottle out to guard one door. You only apparently need like half a drop of it. I did like that. So, so William Sadler was very sparing with the blood, and he almost ran out. This, there mm-hmm. were a lot of doors and windows. There was a lot of chicanery and nonsensical behavior that led to a lot of false door protecting. But as soon as he buys it, and Jada Pinkett gets a vial filled with fresh, steaming William Sadler blood, mm-hmm. she burns through it. Yes. She just burns through it. She dumps it over her head. She strips yes. down, dumps it over her head so that she is untouchable by Billy Zane. Mm-hmm. Billy Zane, so they're both getting clever all of a sudden. Yeah, like, all I of a sudden. I feel like maybe Billy Zane isn't, he's only as clever as his adversary is. So when yeah, it's William Sadler, they're both bumbling idiots. You know, there's got to be balance in the universe. They both have sure. to be terrible at their job so that there's some equity. But as soon as it comes around to Jada Pinkett Smith, she's thinking outside the box. She's like, all right, I have an entire William Sadler corpse right here. Let me yeah. burn through this blood, see if I can't solve this and survive it. And then I can come back and retank. It's going to yep. be great. So she dumps it over her head. Mm-hmm. She can't get touched. Billy Zane rises to the occasion, grabs her with a shower curtain, throws her in the tub, rinses are off it's good oh no what's she gonna do she takes it to the next level puts a bunch of it in her mouth yes. then then what's gonna happen well because of that we get 
a great scene where Billy Zane is just monologuing. Monologuing and tangoing with her. Yes. Yes. It's great. He's like, I think I you. Do you think you could ever me? (laughs) Yeah, so good. Uh, At one point, his crotch gets set on like a a beam of fire comes out of his crotch because he's angry, I guess. And then Uh he like swivels his hips to turn it off. He's like, sorry, sorry, shouldn't have gotten angry. I don't know what that's about, but it was oddly hilarious. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. She has to stay silent through the whole thing. So you get lots and lots of like end stage zany zaniness. Yes. And then he's like, finally, just fuck it. I'm not going to bother seducing you. And then she spits blood on his face. And then he melts to death and then explodes. And and it's unclear exactly how she um survives this explosion, except that by some sort of divine intervention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that she's covered herself in blood, and then he puts her in the bathtub and 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 mm-hmm. rinses off the blood. And mm-hmm. then, as you noted, her panties and her tank top, both of them are white, yeah, completely clean and dry. Yeah, it's impressive. It was a very good bath. It's a demon night miracle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and- mm-hmm. So after she kills him, she goes back up to William Sadler's body and refills the thing. She, it was brilliant. She, yeah. She's the best demon knight there ever was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and have, that's how. May have just ruined the end of the movie. I'm sorry. No, no. that And that's the end. Yeah. She gets on a bus. She um, decides to go ahead and uh, put um, a seal on the on the bus door. Which I gave her shit for. I was like, oh, wow, you are just comfortable burning through that blood for any old thing. Are you going to put that on every bus you get into? And turns out it's a good thing she did. She got another demon coming after her. Billy Zane has already been replaced by some dude who would have gotten on that bus if she hadn't protected Mm it. Yeah. (sighs) Wasn't there egg on my face? I'm clearly no demon knight, Megan. I am not demon knight material. The very least, I hope I'm, I'm CCH pounder material. The way... The CCH Pounder and Gary Farmer went out. They found some grenades that mm-hmm. oh, well, there's a there was a postal worker. Mm-hmm. It goes had, back to yeah. Who had lost his job. And so they went upstairs where he had, in fact, been hoarding and reading everyone's mail. And he'd also accumulated a bunch of guns and grenades because he was going to go postal. Yeah. Uh-huh. Cause it was the nineties and that's that was a thing. A thing that happened, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a that was a whole thing. So there were no bullets in any of the guns, but the grenades, still super usable. Yeah. And CCH Pounder, who... So we never saw Gary P- Farmer's Temptation, but CCH Pounder's Temptation is by far my favoritist. <laughs> I, yep. Billy Zane doesn't even really try with her. She gets no. her arm ripped off by one of the other people who... So I think it's the sex worker. She's the first one to get yes. tempted and then get turned into a demon. She manages to rip off CCH Pounder's arm. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. So Billy Zane offers her her arm back on yep. a platter. And she raises the stump and he's like, oh, are you accepting? She's like, no, I'm giving you the finger. <laughs> uh, such a good line. Such a good line. Yeah, it's really good. It's so good. I mean, when you see Jada Pinkett Smith Temptation, it's a whole thing. It's a whole mm-hmm. production. She actually, she seems conflicted. About what's think, being offered. Yeah, I think you're supposed to wonder if she took it for a little while. I think yeah. they are doing that. Yeah, and it's, it's a good offer. You have the seductive Billy Zane voice the whole time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. But CCH Powder's just like, nah, go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, no thanks. And then when the demons are about to kill everybody, she and Gary Farmer are just like, well, yeah. gotta go sometime. Here we go. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> they go out big with a grenade vest. Yeah. I like to think Gary Farmer stayed with her because he'd always loved her. I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was a trooper the whole time. She was a half arm down, never complained. Never complained. Yeah. Kept everybody honest, kept herself honest. Mm-hmm. Flipped off Billy Zane with her stump. Yeah, Ugh. very good. She might be the best part of the movie. I mean, she and Billy Zane are awesome. Jada Pinkett Smith is fun. Yeah. Like, she she really, she she goes for it at the end. She is the mm-hmm. best demon knight there ever was. Yes, agreed. I'm not saying this movie isn't entertaining. It is. But I wouldn't say it's necessarily one that I'd be like, hey, guys, you should really, really watch this. So on a rock scale, Amber, you oh, would Lord. say it's R for regrettable, O for outstanding, C for craze balls, or K for K. Yes, the infallible rock scale that explains everything so succinctly and definitely gets all of the nuance of my position and opinion across with a simple frickin' letter. Just, just said that, yeah. How do you live with yourself? Happily. Ugh, it's a K. Obviously, it's K with craze balls moments. I would call it craze balls with K moments. Yes, I know. <laughs> You're a teenager yeah. when you watch this. I know. I know what I loved in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I I know what movies I still think are good <laughs> from it's the 90s. To, yeah, it's hard to bring those movies to somebody who hasn't seen those movies for, in the 90s and present them. I, I'm actually delighted that it's at least a K on your scale because, um, yeah. Oh, no, this movie isn't regrettable. It's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, Good. it's my thing is that our, mm-hmm. our main our main ethos is, you know, pure celebration of movies that, that critically speaking, are kind of considered duds. Mm-hmm. You know, things that people can easily say, oh, you like that movie? And we're like, yeah, we love that movie. Hitman's Bodyguard? Yes. Watch it. Watch the sequel. It hasn't been made yet, but find a way. Go to the future. Come back and tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Actually, don't. No spoilers. No spoilers. Whereas this movie I enjoy watching because it's, you know, we're like we're almost in, you know, mystery science theater, other bad movie podcast realm mm. of okay. making right. funsies of it. It is good natured funsies. Yeah. I truly enjoy kind of rooting for the deaths of all the characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i see which I, I see the nuance you you mean um although i i truly do feel like i oh know. no for you this is a for bmr me, movie for yeah. me it's mm-hmm. like it's a cusp it's, it's a bmr cuspy one i enjoyed sure. it if people are into this sort of thing i would definitely recommend it i think mm-hmm. billy zane is fun to watch but i also feel like part of my enjoyment is more a little more mean-spirited than usual yeah all right that's fair I appreciate your honesty, Amber. I like Demon Knight, but I'm not sure I like myself on Demon Knight. Do you understand? <laughs> I think I do. I don't think it's making me a better person, Megan. <laughs> not like the Chronicles of Riddick does. Of course, of course. When I watch Jupiter Ascending, I become a better person. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm not <laughs> sure that I want to hear that. <laughs> Megan. Yes, Amber. Do an happy story. Okay, I will. So, um, it was just recently the holidays, and um, we were up in Vermont, and Abby was regaling us with songs, and um, she was singing Jingle Bells. And now, 
she will only sing like a, a small refrain refrain of jingle bells um kind of just the the jingle bells part and then to the one horse open sleigh hey part and so she she does that bit and then um and she's dancing and then she looks at us all and says and now i'm going to sing it again and then she <laughs> and then she sings jingle bells all the way to the hey part again while dancing it's fantastic <laughs> and now prepare yourselves it's going to be the exact same show yeah same you're thing. welcome yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one night only one song only <laughs> again and again it was great amber do you have a recommendation okay no not really okay but i do have a a a thought process that is leading me through things that I, are watchable you can uh-huh. go and watch them if you want to sure i'm not necessarily recommending that you do that okay but i'm just thinking about william sadler who was the star of this movie until you know he died mm-hmm. and you know he's it's i i feel like i've been through a lot with william sadler he he was in the second bill and ted movie bill and ted's bogus journey is death i loved him as death i have a deep fondness for william sadler because of that movie and then he was also in a three-season show called roswell nice that was on in the early 2000s yes that's right this is basically the 90s as far as my brain is concerned it's kind of these first few years of the 2000s were just an adjunct more 90s time Mm -hmm. the show was based on i guess a book series that i didn't really know existed about aliens like four teenage aliens who had been in the roswell crash but didn't get like ejected from their pods until you know later whatever four aliens in high school and one of them falls in love with a girl it's the whole you know girl meets alien fall in love government conspiracies magic powers thing that's what that show is about i think so wow i watched it it was weird i guess i remember watching it and thinking like is that what high school is (laughs) (laughs) aliens so it's a lot of you know star-crossed lovers stuff and harrowing danger for teenagers and you know hapless adults just trying to make it in a high school age star-crossed lovers world uh colin hanks is in that show but william sadler he plays he plays the sheriff in that show who at first is like an antagonist you know my father went crazy hunting aliens and i believe there is real conspiracy out there and oh i'm gonna get you you alien and then he becomes their ally and you can root for him and I don't know, there's just I, I, I have a deep fondness for William Sadler, despite yeah. having watched this show and is not good. And they rebooted it. It's like back now, but it's different. Really? They're 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 adults now. I'm not gonna watch that. I I just can't. No, <laughs> so no. I'm not necessarily saying watch Roswell. I'm just saying I watched Roswell because of my deep fondness for William Sadler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excellent. So I guess don't watch Roswell, but do watch Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey to prepare yourself for the third Bill and Ted movie, which is in production now. Yes. Yes, it is for reasons. Megan, do you have a recommendation? Like an actual recommendation? Do you want to do something heartfelt, like particularly heartfelt and unique this time since I went, I just like went way, way into the weeds this? I actually do have something really heartfelt, Amber. Thank oh, you for asking. Damn you. 
Every well, time. This actually has to do with you. I, I recommend um, getting yourself an Amber who will um, herd cats and um, make your friends um, do a very special surprise gathering for your 40th birthday. I had nothing to do with that, really. Yeah. Uh-huh. I definitely was more of a... I took credit, you know? Uh-huh. Like, I just... I took credit for it. But for the most part, it just sort of happened organically, you know? Yeah. Everybody just sort that. of... was like, hey, let's go hang out with Megan on this particular day. Oh, it's her birthday? Oh, she's turning 40. Oh, that's... What a coincidence. And then Billy Zane showed up and everyone died and I'm now the chosen one. <laughs> there were seven. Seven, <laughs> seven friends, seven stars. Um... Yeah, I had a, a surprise birthday party um, last weekend, and it was uh, delightful and uh, surprising. Um, Michael jumped out of your brother's um, trunk, which was also surprising. And actually, that's not true. He didn't jump out of the trunk. He just lay there in the trunk where I couldn't see his face, and I was wondering why there was a body in your brother's trunk, Amber. <laughs> You weren't surprised there was a body in my brother's trunk. You're just wondering the why. I was curious who. <laughs> why did you bring me this corpse? Is it, am, am is I it the corpse itself the or is it who the corpse is that's relevant? Or yes, are you about to put me in this trunk? What is happening? <laughs> that also happened super organically. TJ was I, just in Brooklyn. Michael happened to also be in Brooklyn. And sure. hey, why not get in the trunk? Yeah, why not? Anyway, um, a lot of the folks who were at this gathering um, are also listeners to BMR, and I wanted to um, thank them, thank you, thank everybody who came. Um, I felt very celebrated. Birthday! Super easy to do. Yeah. You really just have to kind of say to people that know Megan, hey, um, so I was thinking of doing, oh, you want to do something for Megan? What do you need from me? <laughs> uh, very kind. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's going to be, you know... The 21st of December is kind of like, and it's a tough time to travel. It's like, no, no, no I've already got tickets. <laughs> oh, wait, but wait, no, I did it just now. Oh, oh, okay. Um, well, good. I guess I'm, it's happening. I'm glad you're coming. That <laughs> was, uh, that was easy. I'm going to make it sound a lot harder when I tell this story. Yeah. Good call, Amber. Good call. Damn it. I forgot to do that. <laughs> you forgot the last part of your plan. <laughs> no, I'm as bad as William Sadler. I am the worst chosen one. <laughs> Um, well, Amber, I would like to say happy 2020 to you. Hooray. Happy New Year, happy New Year so to all our listeners. Maybe as a special gift for 2020, we can just leave it there and be like, hey, happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to the to this one. Here's Demon Night. You're welcome. Yeah. And then yeah. bye. And yeah, and that's, that's all we have to say. say. That's all we know. But like for this for the new year, maybe let's let's try a new thing. Let's let's make a resolution. You and me right now. Lock eyes with me. Let's make a resolution. Let's just say goodbye. Let's just let's just do that. Well, I do want to do a new thing. I want to say um, you can find us on um, Twitter at Bad Movies Rock. You can find us um, email us at Bad Movies Rock Podcast. And um, just want to say, like I always say at the oh, end no. of every show. I was so hopeful. Why was I hopeful? I did this to myself. Love me like a rock. What? That's not it. That's... Is that from something? Did you just make that up? You know, love me like a rock. No, what is... What does that mean? I don't love rocks. Do, do you want me not to love you? Is that what... Is this a cry for the opposite of help? 
It's like a it's like a, a rock, something that stands the fates of time. So you want me to love you like compressed minerals? Yeah. Okay. Bye, Amber. Bye, Megan. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.